back again. We are back the final episode Can of you believe the first it? series. Yeah, yeah, the pilot series. Although I don't think we're giving people the opportunity to tell us that they don't want to anymore, are we? So we'll just go straight on through to series two. We are going to do that. We're basically going to do three things and then review whether this is a good thing to do. And the next series is going to have as a theme God at work, I think yeah. we decided. God at work, as in people who are in their workplace. Yeah. So picking questions up, and... Yeah, picking up from the last conversation we had, really, around the way that God is very much involved in the workplace and we're called to be a Christian in every setting. And uh, he so. is at work as we are at work. Absolutely right, yeah, and probably even more so. Um, but yeah. we'll have a conversation about that at the time. Brilliant. And then the third series I'm really excited about. Yes, you would be. <laughs> it's entitled Theology of Fun in my notes. <laughs> Absolutely right. I'm not entirely sure what it means, so you'll have to tell me. Well, it, it's just one of the things I think is really important about the way that God has created us to be. He's involved not just in the serious stuff, but mm-hmm. every part of our life. Yeah. And so actually the way that we spend our leisure time, the yeah. way that we uh, find uh, enjoyment, relaxation, is a really important part of who we are. So we're going to have a few conversations around the, the kind of leisure side, the um, the kind of more spacious, relaxing side of the church and uh, and around Cheshire, Wirral and South Manchester. Fantastic. That sounds excellent. Almost like you rehearsed it, but I know that you didn't. I didn't rehearse it. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things, that, well, you know this, people always say, have you got sermon notes, Bishop? Yes. To which the answer is always. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome to what there is, but it won't make any sense. <laughs> so what are we doing today? We are talking to three individuals, as we usually do. Um, Janet is the first person who, again, you met on the Stockport Deanery visit, I believe. I did. Um, the next person is Simon Drew, mm-hmm. who I have pre-warned of because I accidentally introduced Julie Withers as the deanery, mm-hmm. no, diocesan cler- chair of clergy, uh, which she is not. She is exactly. the chair of laity. Um, but Simon Drew is... Yeah the clergy chair for the diocese, which is very exciting. And then I introduced Mike last week. Yes, you did. So that's been a real ramp up and run up to the sun. So people will be excited. so excited. <laughs> yes. But I think we should jump straight into Janet because yeah. she just blew my mind when I met yeah, her. So let's did. listen to what she's doing. So I'm here with Janet, which is great. And the reason I came was because you've got a mums and tots group, which is going on. But we've just had an amazing conversation. Uh, tell me about the work you're doing uh, with a family from Iran. Oh, uh, the family from Iran, which unfortunately we can't name. Yeah, that's right. Um, they've been here on since, at church since September, uh-huh. and they have become integrated within our church family. It's just beautiful. And they help out, they yeah. do everything they want to do. Yeah. They come every, lots of times, they come to praise and play, yeah. they come to a uh, Lent course, mm. messy, we do a warm space, mm. they come to messy church, yeah. they come to church every week. Yeah. They were baptised and confirmed in yeah. January at St yeah. George's Church yeah. by Bishop Sam. Yeah, yeah. And they're... Uh, very, they're beautiful. They're they just are. a beautiful, beautiful family. And just seeing the way that the joy that they oh, were talking about being part of the family totally and talking about joy. church as family was yes. just amazing. So we try and give yeah. them um, nice things to do. Yeah. And the the, the young man mm-hmm. who is fourteen, he he's the bell ringer. Oh, okay. On the Sunday service, yeah. um, the daughter does all lots of things. Mm. They do readings. They yeah. do um, their mummies on the reading. Yeah, list. Right, yeah. Um, we're trying to get them onto the intercessions list, but that's a bit more difficult because of the language barrier. Yeah. But um, you know, they're just a wonderful yeah. family. So, Janet, if if somebody's listening to this from around the diocese and they're thinking, how can we help people who are claiming asylum and, mm-hmm. and come into our country because they're fleeing persecution? Yes. Uh, what one piece of advice would you give them? 
um, welcome them yeah. with open arms yeah. and uh, just love them. And I'll tell you what I've just seen you doing, which is just being really kind and natural and uh, just supporting. It's just been beautiful oh, to she's watch. She's my so friend. Bless you. I know, I they're, see They're that. our yeah. friends now. Yeah. They're everybody's friends. Yeah. And they're just wonderful and they're yeah. gorgeous. Yeah, we you. really love them. Well, we're praying for you in that. So thank you for all thank that you're you doing. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. You can see why I was so blown away when Absolutely. I got back from that conversation. I think that was actually one of the first interviews that you did when we kind of had decided that this was going to become a bit of a project. Um, and yeah, that just goes to show exactly why it is that we're doing it, because these stories are just fantastic. And it captures how, as a church, we are family uh, mm, together, yeah. um, wherever we come from. Yeah. And indeed, the theme of this uh, kind of pilot series of the environment, the way in which uh, we live in one world together, and yeah. that, that just yeah. really matters, doesn't it? Yeah. It's always really struck me about the fact that um, somebody can arrive at a place and have absolutely no idea of anybody else, not know anybody, and yet, um, for me anyway, I found whenever I've moved from place to place that knowing that I can walk through the doors of a church and for some reason feel at home, and that reason is because there is that family feeling. We all are part of God's family, and so knowing that um, even though I have no idea who's going to be inside of the doors, um, there will be a warm welcome and there will be this understanding that we are part of the same family and it just, yeah, it's amazing. I was blown away some years ago, the family friends who have children about the same age as my children. Mm -hmm. We hadn't seen them for a while and in fact the children felt like they didn't know each other at all. And I just remember these friends saying to us that their children had said in the car, how do you know Mark and Lindsay? And so they told. Um, and their next question was, are they Christians? Yeah. And when their mum and dad said, yes they are, they said, that will be alright then. And it was just <laughs> that lovely sense of being family yeah, together yeah. and as we were saying in the last podcast family that anybody can come and yeah. uh, belong to and, and and all are welcome in it yeah. as janet was saying you know the, the best way is just welcome them love them she said and it was just yeah fantastic and it is so simple isn't it yeah it yeah, really, yeah, really yeah. Is. yeah and yet so often we make it absurdly complicated we do but and we have a tendency to do that for all sorts of things um mm. but being able to get back to the basics and think actually just starting with loving them and welcoming them is a great place to start yeah. And remembering that all of our structures, in a moment we're going to hear from Simon, mm. uh, but remembering that all the structures, which can seem bewildering when you mm. first see them, are there to serve that simple purpose, mm. must be the key, must not yeah. it? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Well, shall we hear from Simon? You we caught up shall. with him. Yeah. So I'm here with Simon. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you? You're right. I'm all right, thank you, Rachel. Good. Now, Simon, um, who are you? What do you do? Why am I interviewing you? <laughs> Uh, thank you, Richard. Well, I'm Simon Drew. Uh, uh, I'm the chair of the House of Clergy for Darsison Synod. Mm -hmm. uh, do you want to know what that means? I'd love to know You'd what that love means. To know what it, means. <laughs> um, it means I share with uh, Bishop Mark and the House, uh, the chair of the House of Laity, the chairing of Darsison Synod meetings. Mm -hmm. uh, but it also means that I have a role representing the House of Clergy on various uh, Darsison committees, mm -hmm. uh, which is a great joy. Um, occasionally meeting with Mark to discuss things mm -hmm. and in a sense being an advocate for clergy to the bishop um, when they have an issue that they don't think has been resolved elsewhere. Yeah, fantastic. And how long have you been in the role? Um, where are we now? 18 months. 18 months as well. Brilliant. So you and Julie started about the same time. We I did. Think. We were elected fantastic. at the same point in the cycle. Brilliant. And um, what is the best thing about your role? Um, I think it's being part of Darsison life, mm -hmm. uh, feeling that you make a positive contribution mm -hmm. uh, to situations and issues, yeah. um, and just enjoying the company, because people at the Darsis are actually good fun. Yes, yes, we'd like to hear. Um, one of the most challenging things? Uh, chairing debates at Darsison Synod when they get a little bit 
awkward, controversial. Yeah. Yeah, 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 fantastic. And how can we be praying for you? Um, I think that God will continue to give me the strength to keep going to the various committee meetings yeah. and, and, and the wisdom to understand what's going on, because they're quite varied, not always yeah. my specialist skill yeah, area. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and to make a positive, positive impact. Thank you so much. That is marvellous. Did Simon just say he enjoyed committees? I think he did, and I did laugh slightly, and then wasn't quite sure if he was being serious or not. <laughs> I think he might have said it with a tongue slightly in his cheek. If not, he's a better man than I am. <laughs> there, there was a great poster which I remember seeing when I was a teenager, which said, For God so loved the world that he didn't send a committee. <laughs> <laughs> And yet one of the things I love about the way that Simon does his role is he does make it around people mm. and around engaging with... And he talked, didn't he, about uh, chatting with me about things that I might not hear because yeah. sometimes bishops just don't get to yeah. hear stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually that, that really, really matters. Yeah. He mentioned he was elected. Mm. Who elects him? Ah, well, so in each synod there are three houses. Each synod, as in each uh, deanery synod. Well, that's true, but actually in general synod, which does the national oh, church, I see. in diocesan synod, and then in deanery synod, and then we also have a parish synod, but we call that the parochial church council or the PCC. So we, we have like a synod. To be very clear. We, we, don't we just design <laughs> ways, it seems, to confuse people. Uh, and so in, in diocesan synods and general synod, there are the bishops, and mm. we are a house, so there's only three bishops in the House of Bishops in the Diocese of Chester. And then the House of Clergy is all people who are ordained apart from the bishops, and they elect a few people uh, to be members of Synod, but then somebody to be their chair. And then the House of Laity is people who are uh, part of the church but are not ordained. And again, they elect members of the Synod and they elect a chair. And that's so are the members of the Synod that are clergy the ones that elect the chair, or do all clergy elect the chair? Oh, that's a really good question. I think that it's just the Synod members, but I could have that wrong. Uh, so forgive me. I might have, you might have asked me a question. I don't know for certain. That's absolutely answer. fine. I'm sure that won't be the only thing that we have fact checked by somebody Absolutely in the course right. of this podcast. Yeah, disclaimer now, as a coverall, we're definitely going to get things wrong. Uh, we certainly are, and this is just eavesdropping on the conversations, isn't it? Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that we continue to look at in, in Diocesan Synod is this target that we have for net zero in the mm. Church of England by 2030. Yeah. And it's very easy to get distracted about whether or not that's an achievable yeah. aim or goal, or even game, but actually yeah. aim or goal is what I mean. Yeah. And I think for me, the thing that stands out is actually unless we have a really ambitious target we're going to get nowhere near what we need to do mm -hmm. and in a moment we are going to hear from Mike and he reflects on the fact that actually um, we are not meeting the targets which we set even a number of years ago and it's it's a really serious thing isn't it yeah absolutely I don't know whether we might hear about that because I think that was as we were leaving that he mentioned those oh, targets was it? But anyway, we'll, we'll find out. We really are building the anticipation for Mike, aren't we? <laughs> uh, so, friends, you are in for an absolute treat because here at last is the conversation that we had with Much the Reverend anticipated. Mike Lynch. So, Mike, hello. Hello, <laughs> I can introduce you as, I believe, the chair of the Environment Forum. Well, right? yes. Uh, I, joint chair. Joint chair. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to take away from Joe Kennedy because <laughs> Joe's had some involvement as well. Yeah, no, yeah. we misintroduced somebody else in that role, so I'm glad to actually introduce the real <laughs> And let's chair. be honest, I misintroduced somebody in <laughs> the wrong way in that role. Yeah. <laughs> um, so can you tell me a little bit about and who you are and that role specifically? Yeah. Um, well, I'm, my name's Mike Loach. I'm the vicar of Christ Church in High Bebbington and St Paul's in Tramere. And I am uh, also, like you say, joint chair of the Environment Forum, mm -hmm. and have been doing that for probably a couple of years now. Um, 
and it's it's an advisory group, I suppose, predominantly. Um, we are a group of people who care deeply about the environment and want to do what we can to help the diocese move forward with its commitments to net zero. Now, driving here, I had the experience I always have when I visit your, your church and your vicarage. Come off, and there's roadworks on the road today, so it feels quite busy out there. Oh, and absolutely. then you get back to this oasis, yeah. and sitting here in your vicarage, we've got this beautiful garden next to us, which yeah. I know has been a real passion of your heart, so tell us what you've done with the garden. Yeah, I, I, we, we came here just over eight years ago, uh, start of 2015. And I was just astounded by the land mm-hmm. that we had, um, but it was just overgrown. And there's a scout hut at the bottom of the garden, but it was just a mass of brambles and uh, basically a hundred years or so worth of earth that had been dumped from graves, <laughs> creating all sorts of obstacles and whatnot. So we spent, oh, crumbs, uh, two or three summers um, digging it out, creating paths, trying to plant things that would be. Um, a blessing at certain seasons mm. we put a couple of ponds in um, we've got an, an orchard we have our new orchard which has got about 20 odd trees in it and we've got, and it sounds quite theological but it's not meant to be, the, the fallen orchard as well <laughs> well the fallen apples well it's actually the trees are falling down yeah, okay, right, 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 yeah. but they still produce fruit yeah. there might be something theological in that yeah, as well yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and just chatting on the way in you were talking about the kind of we didn't use the phrase but the Christian view almost the kind of theological view on caring for the environment mm. what, what do we bring distinctively do you think as Christian people to this shared um, responsibility? A, a much, I think we've got a much... We've got the opportunity to have a perspective that is not short-term. Mm. The problem with a lot of the discussions about the environment is that they are uh, just frustratingly short-term. Mm. So governments trying to bring about change, they only look as far as the next election. Mm. So you can only push so far as the electorate will tolerate. Mm. And if that means eating into... Um, I suppose the, uh, the the finances of the electorate and where they oh. see their, their ability to afford to you know, survive, etc. Then you then have to step back, oh. and so you can't be too radical with that. Um, we as a church, I think, well, coming Christians generally, we we can have a very different viewpoint. We can we we I don't know. I rather like the phrase "the view from eternity." Yeah. <laughs> it's a yeah. different one. And I do believe very much that we are charged with a responsibility to be good caretakers, to be good stewards, mm-hmm. and to love our neighbour. And I'm really simplistic about this. Mm-hmm. It comes down to the two great commandments of Jesus, to love God and to love each other. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, We do that by honouring what God has entrusted into our care and keeping, and by having eyes that reach, well, a vision that reaches much mm-hmm. beyond mm-hmm. the immediate of what is around us and to the needs of others all around the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Great. I think the fact that it is at the heart so simple is mm. lost because it, it feels like such a complex issue and something mm. that is so impossible to get your head around when you try and see it. As oh, absolutely. Picture, actually, kind of being able to take it back to the very. There's some, uh, I don't know, you come across the term sort of doomism, yeah. Um, yeah. and that is a big problem at the moment because. Well, we have, but people listening to this may not. So, so I, I think the the debate around, around how we should respond to climate change has suffered from from two particular um, uh, well, two particular obstacles. One has been uh, denial, mm-hmm. and one has been this sort of doomism. So denial is quite quite straightforward. We just we just challenge that there is a problem, mm-hmm. and that is still happening. Mm-hmm. It's just so depressing that's yeah. still going on. Yeah. Um, but doomism is is different. That is recognizing that there is a problem, mm-hmm. and saying 
I don't know what to do about it, or even yeah. worse, there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. We are all doomed, yeah. and so therefore, well, we do nothing, and that's where inertia sets in, and yeah. we, you know, we yeah. are, yeah, we and come to a grinding if, halt. If the, the former can feed into the latter, can't it? If we think, well, if there are people that still don't believe this is even real, like, mm. even the difference mm. that I make is going to make a difference if there are other people out there that are denying it even exists. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Spiral. But just let me push you on the Christian side of that. Mm. So there are some Christians who would say, Look, Jesus is coming back one day, mm, new mm, heaven, new earth. Mm. Um, I mean, they wouldn't quite say, if we mess up this planet, that's okay. But but it's almost in that direction. It's not far off. I've yeah. had these conversations. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think we have to deny the hope mm. in Jesus' return. Yeah. It's more than the hope. You know, I think we can be absolutely certain. If Jesus is coming back, yeah. that's great. Yeah. But he doesn't want to come back and find an absolute tip. Or <laughs> he doesn't want to come back and, and find people uh, in some parts of the world saying, yeah. you know, I'm all right, Jack. Yeah. And ignoring the plight of those actually who are suffering as a result of our, yeah. um, our receiving you know, a high standard of living over many, many years. It's, yeah. So one of the things that really intrigues us, I think, about this is the Russia Gold <gasps> stuff. My goodness me. Tell me all about it. <laughs> You're the first to test And the 30th, is it, in the country? Yeah, yeah. 30, yeah. Well, it was great. So, I mean, we, we started out on this, uh, oh, I think in 2016. So not long after I started. We'd, it'd be nice to um, start to try and have that conversation with the local community oh. about the environment in a, in a way that had a bit of structure to it. Yeah. And so we, we went for the bronze. The bronze is relatively straightforward. Oh. And would really encourage anyone who's not... Um, uh, looked at it yet? Have a Just look at it. very simply, yeah. tell some, if somebody's never heard of it, what does it involve? Oh, it's 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 really looking at it's looking mainly at your church buildings yeah. and your land mm -hmm. and looking at how you um, heat and insulate and things like the type of coffee you use, trying to get fair trade stocks. Yeah. Uh, looking at land management, um, looking at biodiversity, uh, trying to encourage all those things. So, mm. you, you, but you don't, for the bronze, you don't have to go a million miles on these things. Yeah. You just have to really show that you've started thinking about them and that there is some sort of plan. Mm. Um, silver, yeah, you have to step it up a little bit. Mm. But the gold is actually a completely different beast. Mm -hmm. I've been told. I've heard oh. <laughs> Someone said to me, because they, they were looking at doing it in their own church, and they said, as far as I can see, you basically have to wear camel hair shirts and only eat locusts, and then they might consider you, because it is a huge step up from silver. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It's not far off that. Um, <laughs> we had to consult with quite a few who'd been through the process just mm -hmm. to see quite you know, how we could do this. And so we were really lucky. There's a, uh, an eco gold mm -hmm. church in Liverpool and um, a couple of their members came over, helped mm. us, um, and we obviously had a lot of conversations with uh, in Russia and uh, tried to work out quite what um, we were missing and how we would fill that gap. There are only so many things you can do with your church. I mean, yeah. I mean ours is a fairly, I mean, it's, we love our church and it's mm. great, but it is a, you know, it's a grade two Victorian church like mm. many others. Mm. Um, you, with very high ceilings, mm. you, you, you're not going to uh, be able to, insulate it mm -hmm. or put double glazing in or yeah, any of those sort of yeah. things so that doesn't but that's not prohibitive you mm -hmm. know you, just because mm -hmm. you can't do those things doesn't mean you can't um get over the line for gold and, and there are a number of other things that we, we we had to do in order to get there i mean i think particularly we started planting the orchard that was one of the things yeah. we did a number of projects out in the local community mm -hmm. um, we planted 500 trees mm -hmm. with local schools uh, organized a meeting of uh, head teachers and other community leaders mm. to show them how they could do it. Mm. So two of those schools have now had um, several hundred trees planted on their grounds. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and we kind of hope that that then builds from there. Other people find out about that and want to do more. And 
little steps, but they all make a difference. Um, so really important, but I suppose I would want to say that even though the Eco Church journey has been great and the gold thing has been, you know, there's a real sense of pride in that, mm. um, the biggest impact we make is through what we teach and mm. um, what we show to the local community. Mm. So it's actually what we say in our Sunday services, yeah. it's what we show to people who come on to our grounds and mm. come and get involved in things at the community centre. Yeah. It's what we say in the local schools, so I think I, yeah. I must have led countless assemblies yeah. on, on environmental issues because yeah. actually the schools yeah. value that yeah. Yeah. and we should have something to say about yeah. that. Um, it's yeah. one of the many things I like and admire about you, Mike, is the way that you, you live this and this is central to the gospel, isn't it? It's a Absolutely. real consequence of it. Now, time's going to defeat us. So yes, I've just sorry. Got two, no, 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 apologies. There are two things I want really quick answers to. Firstly, mm. uh, somebody in the Diocese of Chester wants to know more. Where do they find out more what they can do? Um, get in touch with myself mm -hmm. or Joe. Mm -hmm. um, or with Hannah. Brilliant, and just tell us how, because not everybody will know. Okay, so or, for through the Dyson website would be a good way. Um, yeah. And if there's anybody from outside the Dyson just listening to this, there's loads of good stuff on the Church of England website as well, isn't there? There and is, yes. Does the Russia have its own resources that people could go to? Absolutely, website, so, yeah. all sorts on there about Eco Church yeah. and indeed Eco Diocese, because we're yeah. trying to get Eco Diocese are, status yeah. for Chester. Is it ranked bronze silver? It or is, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you've yeah, got yeah, target yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Anybody got a gold diocese yet? I couldn't tell you that. I'm not aware. This is going to be our challenge. Yeah, Chester. yeah. So, anyway, so, so, so I want, let's I, get bronze first, right? Yeah. So we need, to, we need to type into our search engine. And incidentally, if you use Ecosia as a search engine, they plant trees. So type into Ecosia as yeah, a search yeah, engine. Absolutely, it works on absolutely. any operating yeah, we, system. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Russia, which is A-R-O-C-H-A, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I think that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, and yeah, then you'll yeah. find lots of information. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so final thing, Mike, I'm going to give you one thing you can urge people in the diocese to do. What would that be? Um, talk about the environment. Yeah. Talk about it being a genuine problem um, for both us and for people all around the world. Yeah. Talk about the importance of the environment as central to your Christian faith. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Mike. It's been a joy to be with you. Um, yeah. yeah, and your passion and knowledge just kind of exudes. So, oh, yeah. well, that's very good of you. Yeah, Thank you. Small <laughs> changes having heard. So, yeah, really grateful for you. Thank you. Pleasure. Take care. I'm rather steamrolled over your uh, needing to get information out to people by getting very excited about the possibility of us being a gold eco diocese. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's absolutely right, isn't it? And actually, the setting of targets and things, yeah. um, they can become oppressive. Uh, which can be really unhelpful. But mm. having a target to aim for seems to me yeah. uh, really, really important. And making it fun. Yeah. So I love the way that, that Mike... And one of the things that didn't come through in there is there's a little stage, a kind of grassed stage in this garden. Um, and apparently they just held a kind of festival thing uh, to kind of celebrate it. Yeah, um, so I just I just think that's brilliant, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. Good to be able to celebrate the hard work that's gone because it is it is hard you know it it's, it's commitments and it's a long slog mm. um and you're saying from the very beginning they were really keen to do something but it took you know several summers worth of just hard graft from a lot of people so and that was yeah. one of the things I wanted to pick up just listening to that mm. because it can get quite exhausted you know mm. we, we planted 500 trees and the schools did that and what have you yeah. but it happened over a number of years yeah. Yeah. and it's amazing how far you can get and we've said this before <laughs> you take a number of small steps in the same direction yeah. it, it, it really matters yeah. Yeah.
Yeah. And yeah, being it being quite hard work sometimes and feeling difficult. Uh, Mike talked a bit about doomism, and somebody else recently, I think it was actually at Darcy's and Synod, which we keep talking about, talked about climate anxiety and the fact yes. that um, they had been really shocked that this had been such a big thing that had impacted particularly young people. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there is a really kind of darker side to all of this, which is it is and can be really really difficult when you see these really stark figures yes. and. It's scary and frightening yes. And, yes. and does feel like a completely insurmountable task. So, yes. yeah. And that holding together of both hope and urgency, mm. which, again, just looking back on the four episodes we've done in this pilot series, seems to me to be one of the themes that's come out yeah. and must be part of who we are as Christians, must not yeah. it? Yeah, absolutely. And something about being able to kind of take that feeling of just complete bewilderment and grief at the loss and of what's been done Mm -hmm. to the plant so far and somehow turning that into being able to commit to the hard graft and Mm -hmm. I think one of the things that's really important is the idea that we're doing this together yes so in those moments when you feel just totally and utterly overwhelmed by how awful and huge the task is being able to say to the people around you and your kind of Brothers and family, brothers and family, brothers and sisters and family, um, not just Christians, but Christians who, as we know, have a particular mm-hmm. desire and mm-hmm. responsibility to help and to say, help me out. <laughs> <laughs> it really matters, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it really does. Yeah. Yeah. And talking about it, like Mike said, yeah. you know, you should do a podcast or something, really. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so looking back on this episode and mm. maybe on the series, what's mm. your takeaway? When Mike was talking about talking about it, one of the other things I was thinking is, actually one of the the times when I'm always really inspired and refreshed and because I quite often you know you sit down and read a news article and you just think what is the point of doing any of this because Mm -hmm. we have already made so much of a mess of this and it's Mm -hmm. awful but as soon as you stand and look out so I've lived on the Wirral in the past so standing up on Thurston Hill and looking Mm -hmm. out over Wales as the sun's going down and the gorse is in flower you just think this is worth it yes um, so as well as talking about it and making sure that it's part of the conversation and part of you know our consciousness, actually spending time in God's amazing world and creation and getting out for a walk if you can and getting up on a hill and looking out and getting out to the sea if you can see it and yeah, just just taking moments to really you know praise God for the world yeah. that He's given us yeah. and appreciating it and loving yeah. it. Yeah. I think it was Ian, wasn't it, in a previous episode mm. talking about this as gift yeah. and actually treasuring it is yeah. is really important. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So that would be my thing. Go and spend some time. Go for a walk. (laughs) How about you? I think I have uh, been reminded a number of times of the difference that the church can make. Mm -hmm. So partly just people getting involved, Mm -hmm. but also looking around Cheshire, we have some of the most iconic, not just buildings, Mm -hmm. although many of the buildings are stunning, Mm -hmm. but spaces, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, in graveyards, which can seem a bit macabre when you talk about, but are often really beautiful, uh, in the garden spaces that we've got. Mm -hmm. And so I think this is a bit of a rallying call to us as a diocese uh, to get involved, but also an invitation to say to others, let us get involved with you, you get involved with what's happening. Uh, This really matters. The planet is for all of us. So there's some glimpses of grace and we look forward to being back with you for the next series, uh, which should be coming soon. Exciting.